Hare Krishna. Thank you, devotees, for joining for today's uh, class. Uh, <clears throat> as is the tradition, every Sunday we read <clears throat> from the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrit. So, and then speak some. So, <clears throat> pardon me for my voice. I woke up to a slightly sore throat. So, I try to do my service with my limited voice today, but. <clears throat> <clears throat> today is also today is a very special day. Uh, it is the appearance of Shripad Madhavendra Puri, and also the appearance of Shri Radha Ramanji. So, very very, and of course we are also going to do Gundicha Marjanam in the temple. So I'll try to speak a little bit about these three things uh, as part of today's discussion. <clears throat> so we'll <clears throat> start uh, with a quick five-minute kirtan. And then we'll probably take turns to read five or six verses from Chaitanya Charitamrit, and then we will share some thoughts. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Yashodhanandana Brajajanaranjana Yashodhanandana Brajajanaranjana Yamunatiravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Yashodhanandana Brajajanaranjana Yamunatiravanachari Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama 
राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय राधा रमण राधा रमण राधे जय राधा रमण राधा रमण राधे जय जय जगन्नाथ जगन्नाथ बलदेव जय जय सुभद्रा मिताई गौर हरी बोल हरी बोल हरी बोल मिताई गौर हरी बोल मिताई गौर So we'll read from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrit, uh, Madhya Leela, chapter 4. Uh, we'll recite verses 143 to 149. So if you have access to the vedabase.com, we can all, like I'll recite the first and then we can take turns to recite some of them and then we'll discuss based on that. Uh, it's 143, 4.143. It's Madhya Leela, Madhya Leela. Uh, Chaitanya Charitamrit Madhya Leela, chapter 4, uh, verses 143 to 149. I'll recite the first one. <coughs> चाली चाली आइला पूरी श्रीनीला चल जगन्नाथ देखी हाइला प्रेमेते विवाला 
walking and walking madhavendra puri finally reached jagannath puri which is also known as nilachal there he saw lord jagannath and was overwhelmed with loving ecstasy i'll recite one more prema vase uthe pade hase nache gaya जगन्नाथ दर्शने महासुख पाय वेन माधवेंद्र पुरी वॉज ओवरवेल्म्ड इन दी एक्सटसी ऑफ लव ऑफ गॉड हैड ही समटाइम्स स्टूड अप एंड समटाइम्स फेल टू द ग्राउंड समटाइम्स ही लैफ्ट डैंस्ड एंड सैंग इन दिस वे ही एन्जॉयड ट्रांसेंडेंटल ब्लिस बाय सींग द जगन्नाथ डीटी वी वुड लाइक टू रिसाइड द नेक्स्ट uh just the words and the translation madhavendra puri shri padaila loke haila khyati sab loka ashitandre kare bahu bhakti प्रतिष्ठार स्वभाव जगते विधित ये नंचेताय विधाता निर्मित प्रतिष्ठार भय पूरी गेल पालन कृष्ण प्रेम प्रतिष्ठा चले संगे गदान बींग अफ्रेड ऑफ हिज रेप्युटेशन प्रतिष्ठा माधवेंद्रपुरी फ्लैड फ्रॉम रेमुना but the reputation brought by the love of godhead is so sublime that it goes along with the devotee as if following him yadyapi udvega haila palaite mana chakurera chandana sadhana haila bandhana madhavendra puri wanted to leave jagannath puri because the people were honoring him as a great devotee however this threat threatened to hinder his collecting sandalwood for the gopala deity and the last one jagannathera sevaka yuta yateka mahanta sabake kahila puri gopala vrittanta Shri Madhavendra Puri told all the servants of Lord Jagannath and all the great devotees there the story of the appearance of Shri Gopal. I want to close the slides. <clears throat> Where is it? No, I just want to. <clears throat> you can repeat after me. <clears throat> Om namo 
भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चैवानरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टेशु भागवत सेवय भगवतीम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी कृष्णा वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय च नंदगोपकुमाराय गोविंदाय नमो नमः ओम ज्ञानतिरांद से ज्ञाजन शलाकया चक्षुरूनमिल तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतनमनोभीष्ट स्थापित ये नूतले स्वयं कदाम ददाती स्वदातिक वंदेहम श्रीगुरूश्रीयुता पदकमल श्रीगुरून वैष्णवाग्रजात सहगणारघुनाथता सजीव साद्वैत सवदूत पिजनासहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपदगणलिता श्री विशाखान्ता हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधाकांत नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरी प्रिय वाचाकलपतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा एस आई मेन्शन टूडे इज अ वेरी ऑस्पिशियस डे Uh, of the appearance of uh, firstly shripad madhavendra puri whose uh, past times we are reading today uh, and also the appearance of shishradha raman dev uh, the beautiful deity uh, in shri vindavan dham uh, 
I spoke about it last Sunday also. I didn't know that I would be asked to speak this Sunday too. So I took the opportunity to glorify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I spoke already a little bit about the appearance of uh, the Radharaman deities and Madhavendra Puri. But to keep the context of this, I'll, I'll just quickly summarize a little bit about this particular passage of the Chaitanya Charitamrit, the glories of Madhavendra Puri. And I would like to focus a little more on uh, the appearance of Lord Jagannath in the special form, what is the glory of Puri Dham, uh, how the deities appeared, uh, and then some of the ceremonies that are celebrated as part of the whole Rathayatra festival. Climbing, I mean, the crescendo is obviously the actual Rathayatra, but there are so many ceremonies, including the Gundicha Marjanam, which I think today uh, the devotees are going to perform. So I'll try to for my own purification to get into the right consciousness, try to share a few things which I've heard from our seniors. Um, so, <clears throat> as I was mentioning last time, uh, Sripad Madhavendra Puri is a, a very, very exalted personality who appeared in our Sampradaya. As we, all of us know, we belong to Sri Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya, uh, Lord Knowing about the Lord is not possible for us by unless the Lord reveals himself because we are finite and he is infinite. So the infinite can be known only when he reveals to the finite. So the Lord spoke his truest knowledge about himself. Uh, of course, it's not possible to know him in total right, because he says that in the Bhagavad Gita, right? Very few people out of hundreds and thousands, very few will endeavor to know me. And out of those hundreds and thousands who try to endeavor to know me, very few will know me as I am. Because it's, he's, a, he's not possible to be, we cannot uh, put a covering around the infinite. But when he decides to share about himself, that becomes a sampradaya. So when he spoke to Lord Brahma, it became Brahma sampradaya. When he spoke to Mother Lakshmi, it became Sri sampradaya. He spoke to Shiva, it became Rudra sampradaya. He spoke to the four Kumaras, it became the Kumara sampradayas. So, Sripad Madhavendra Puri comes in the Madhva sampradaya, before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he is the great, uh, grand uh, uh, spiritual master. Madhavendra Puri is uh, disciple was Ishwara Puri and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took initiation from Ishwara Puri. So that's how that was our part of the lineage. And in this passage of the Madhya Leela, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is glorifying how Sri Madhavendra Puri was so uh, fortunate to have three dreams. And we spoke about those. I'm not going to focus much on that. But his first dream was when he came to Vrindavan Dham, he got a dream that I am that I am Gopal, I am hidden under a bush. Please come and excavate me. And then we did that. And there's an elaborate story. And how eventually he became Srinathji, which is now worshipped in Jaipur. Srinathji deity was discovered by Sripad Madhavendra Puri. Um, and then uh, the next dream was when the Lord, when Gopalji was established in Rindavan, uh, he, after two years of wonderful worship, he again came in the dream of Sripad Madhavendra Puri and said, I am feeling very hot. And all of us are now beginning to feel hot because of the uh, temperature in Texas. Mm-hmm. 
so we also do something to cool ourselves. We have our own ways. So the Lord said, I am feeling hot. Please get me some sandalwood pulp uh, from the Malaya Hills in Puri. And that's when uh, Madhavendra Puri, you know, the, the pure devotees of the Lord, they do not consider anything as an impediment once they get the instruction. Like, if you think about it, to travel from Vrindavan to Puri in those days, like 16th century, you don't have any means of communication. And it's just a dream in one sense. So that is the difference, you know. The pure devotees, they are always eager. They do not look at any impediments or any obstacles. Once it's it's an instruction, you have to do it. So anyway, uh, the story is where he eventually came to Ramuna and he saw the beautiful deity of Gopinath and he desired that if I get to know the special prasadam, which is a boga, which is Amrita Keli, it's a special type of khir. If I can taste that, I can make that for my Gopalji deities. And he became so upset with himself that even before the offering was made, I thought like this. So I committed an offense. So he ran away. But his Right? Krishna says, so being a pure devotee of the Lord, he would, the Lord felt bad that my devotee went without taking my prasadam. So he stole, as we all know, you know, there were 12 pots. Every time 12 pots of khir is offered, and the Lord stole one and kept in the curtain behind. That night he appeared to the pujari and said, please go and give this pot to my devotee Madhavendra Puri. And that's where Madhavendra Puri, when he was given, he realized that now I'm going to be known by people as someone for whom the Lord stole Kheer. And for that he was known as Kheer Chor Gopinath. Right? I mean, many years ago, we had the, by the mercy of our Guru Maharaj, we had the opportunity to visit that temple uh, of Kheer Chor Gopinath. And they're really that, they give you in the earthen pots, it's the Amrit Kheli. It's really something out of the world. It's really nectar. And Madhavendra Puri actually, after he consumed it, he would keep the pot with himself and every day eat a little bit piece of the pot itself because it was coming directly from the Lord. That was the glory of Madhavendra Puri. So the story continues where eventually Madhavendra Puri comes to Jagannath Puri and when just by seeing the deity of Jagannath Ji, he becomes ecstatic. That is the uh, consciousness of pure devotees. So, uh, today is the appearance of Madhavendra Puri, so we should definitely pray for his mercy, uh, so that we can also develop that same love. Premanjana Churitena Bhakti Vilochena Santa Sadeva Hridayashu Vilokente. So, we should have that eyes to see the Lord, not just in his deity form, but beyond. And today is also the appearance of Shishir Radha Ramanji, Gopal Bhatta Goswami, another he was from the Sri Sampradaya. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to South India, he had stayed at Venkatabhatta's house where his son got attracted to him. And many years later, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed him to come to Vrindavan. So he became one of the six Goswamis. And there, uh, it is said that uh, he once went to Nepal, you know, uh, and there is a beautiful river and in that river, he was just, you know, washing his hands and taking water in a pot. And I don't know whether 8 or 12, Shaligram Shilas, they just came into his pot. And he thought, I am a mendicant, I cannot take care of it. So he put them back, but they again came back into his pot. 
and then he realized that it is the Lord's desire that I should worship the Shaligram. So he brought it back to Vrindavan and it is said that he would keep it, like he would tie a cloth bag and carry them around wherever he would go. And one time, a very wealthy merchant, he visited Vrindavan and he gave some very beautiful dresses and jewelry for uh, to to uh, Gopala Bhattu Goswami and Gopala Bhattu was thinking that he has given me this de- so many nice uh, dresses and jewelry but I, how can I uh, you know do the worship how can I take care of the uh, you know dress him because the Shaligram they are different shape they are not usually in the Vigra form so he was thinking like that and the next day morning, to his surprise, one of the Shaligram Shilas, they had, it had manifested itself into a very beautiful form. And that is the form of Shishiradha Raman Dev. Shishiradha Raman Dev ki jai. Yes. Yes. Shishiradha Raman. Raman, yes. Yes. Yes, yes. So, this, the, that particular deity, those of you had the fortune, it's a very cute, small deity, but it has all the well-found features, including the nails and the teeth, very, very beautiful, coming from Shaligram. Mm-hmm. So, today is also the appearance of Shishiradharamundi. So, I thought I'll touch upon those two events before I move to where what I wanted to elaborate more on today, which is the... Uh, Lord Jagannath, you know, we all know Lord Jagannath is a very special form of the Lord. Uh, many people are, especially even like those who are from India have some understanding because it's one of the Char Dhams, the Puri Dham, we know Badrikashram, we know Dwarka, Badrikashram in the north, Dwarka in the west, Puri in the east and Rameshwaram in the south. So it is one of the Char Dhams. And, but most of the people, when Srila Prabhupada, he introduced uh, Lord Jagannath to the Western world, there's a beautiful story where Mother Malati once went to a shop and she saw one very different looking doll. For them it was dolls. And she got it to Srila Prabhupada. And Prabhupada, as soon as he saw, he just offered his obeisances. And he said, where did you get it from? And she said, I got it from a shop. And then he said, there should be two more, please go and get them also. That's how he went, she, they got, and then he instructed Shamasundar Prabhu to construct, uh, you know, uh, Jagannathji, I mean, to build from wood. But this, the actual story of the appearance of Jagannath is given in many Puranas. I just, uh, you know, I'll just try to share a few very important aspects of it. So it is said that when Varahadev uh, protected the earth, you know, from Hiranyakshu put the whole earth down, you know, into the netherlands, the lower planetary systems. Varahadev brought it back. And then he instructed Lord Brahma that since most of the population is destroyed, I want you to again help uh, repopulating this earth. So Lord Brahma said, I will do it, but I have a concern that very soon the Kaliuga will begin. You know, Kaliuga we all know. Kaliuga is the current point in time where 
it is given, you know, there are so many symptoms about Kali Yuga. Tatascha Anudinam Dharmyam Satyam Shaucham Shamadaya Kalena Balena Rajan Nangshati Ayu Balasmriti. So with every passing day, Satya, Shaucha, Shama, Daya, Ayu, Bala, Smriti, all these things will decrease every passing day in Kali Yuga. So it is given that Kali Yuga is not a play or time conducive for anything spiritual actually. It is very difficult and we all experience that. You know, whatever, how much ever we try, there is always some distraction, some impediment in our spiritual health. So, Lord Brahma, because he knows what's going to happen, he told that to, to the Lord that what happened, I want to, I can, I can get, I can sec, secondary creation, I can get the population back, but we need to do something because people will otherwise be so sinful that they will have no chance to go back. So, Vishnu said, Lord Varadev said that there is a place on this earth, Bhumandala, where anybody who goes there even once will be relieved of all the sins that they can ever do. And he got more curious to know about it. He said, can you tell me more? He said, ask Mother Lakshmi. She will tell you more about it. So Mother Lakshmi, she starts narrating. She explains that uh, the story that <coughs> uh, of Markandeya Rishi. She says that Rishi Markandeya is one saint who he did tapasya and he asked for a boon that he should be immortal. For some reason there is some fetish about being immortal. Uh, but nobody can be immortal. You Technically all of us are immortal as spirit souls, but we cannot hold on to the same body for long and anything and everything that belongs to the body or relates to the body, the time, place and circumstance that we all are in has to change with the body. Hmm? So, uh, Markandeya Rishi was eventually given the boon that he will stay alive for seven pralayas, you know, seven cycles, seven kalpas, sorry. And in the very first kalpa, he saw that the devastation was happening and he got so scared, he felt that I am going to die now, though he knew that he is going to stay alive. And it is said that, Mother Lakshmi is narrating that, she said that at one point he saw only one place which was not affected by the waters. Everywhere else the water was submerging everything. There is only one place, like a small island and on that there was a tree, a banyan tree. And Markandeya Rishi saw on that banyan tree a very beautiful baby form of Gopal, of Krishna. And you know, we must have seen uh, babies, usually what they do, they will suck their own thumb. We must have, uh, or their own toe, toe, sorry, not the thumb. Thumbs also, but also the toe. They have the flexibility. We can do it today, but when we were babies, we had the flexibility where our uh, legs could reach our own mouth and we could suck you know, our own toes. So, <clears throat> Markandeya Rishi saw a beautiful form of baby Krishna sucking on his own uh, toe. And after some time, as he was inhaling, everything was going into his body, you know. And eventually, even Markandeya Rishi got sucked into the body of the Lord. And then he had to stay there inside. He started praying because he was alive. He, Lord Krishna said, don't worry, you have to stay here inside. You'll again come out and then I'll tell you what to do. And he said that 
he then explained to him that this is a place which get, never gets destroyed even in pralaya. This place is called as Shri Kshetra or Purushottam Kshetra, which we all know as Jagannath Puri now. And <clears throat> this is the place where I will let you perform meditation. So if we go to Puri, there is a Markandeya Kund there, where it said that he is underwater, you know, always meditating. Like that. <coughs> so, Markandeya Rishi, and then Mother Lakshmi goes on to explain the glories of this place. She says that this place is such that anybody who enters this place, we see that person in their four-handed form. Meaning, it is said in the spiritual form, we all, right now we have a biological material body, but we have a Siddha Swarup also. We have a spiritual form. And sometimes in Vaikuntha, it's a four-handed form. It is said, Mother Lakshmi said that anybody who walks in that place, we look at any persons in that place as four-handed forms, like as, as if they are already liberated. She says that even a single step, anybody who walks in the dham, it is we, we, it is accepted as performing parikrama. Even if you breathe in the dham, it is considered like doing a yagya. If you eat anything, doesn't have to be even prasadam. It is considered as accepting the bhoga of the, uh, prasadam of the Lord. If you sleep, it is ac- it is considered that you are offering dandavats. Lord Jagannath accepts it as dandavats, even if you are not in conscious doing dandavats. You are actually sleeping, you know. But Lord Jagannath accepts it as dandavats, like that. So Mother Lakshmi glorifies this place as a place which is so full of mercy, like that. So. This is the Sri Jagannath Puri Dham. And then the appearance of the deities of the Lord is also a very special story where uh, uh, the Lord used one of his very pure devotees to appear. Uh, the stories of King Indra where Indra was the king of a particular state. In India it's called Avanti Desh or uh, Indore. You know, now it's basically Ujjain. So, in that place, uh, he was a very uh, great king and he uh, actually wanted to, uh, you know, in those days, the kings were also very interested to know spiritual life, not just about other things. So they would organize events where all the great personalities from everywhere would come and they would uh, share with each other spiritual aspects. You know, like in today's day and age, we like to uh, have uh, sports matches. People come from different places and send teams and they perform some games and then people like to see those in stadiums. But in those days, it was more like spiritual, like saintly personalities coming and sharing with each other, you know, about the, the, the knowledge of God. So one time, uh, King Indramne heard about a very special place in the eastern side of the in India where he said that there is a very special deity which actually uh, is as good as seeing the Lord himself. The Vigra are so powerful that it is as good as seeing the Lord himself. And King Indra became very uh, very inquisitive about it. He said, I want to know what is this place. <coughs> so he... So he sent his 
ministers in all directions saying that please whoever finds me the information about where this special deity is i will give offer them all the benedict all benefits so it is said that one of his very qualified ministers his name was uh, vidyapati he went in the eastern direction and vidyapati when he went he came in this area called utkala in utkala <clears throat> that is where he saw a very unique thing he saw that there are some uh, <clears throat> a particular type of tribal people they were called as the shabras and the head of the shabras his name was vishwavasu every night he would go uh, not every night he would go every morning somewhere and then he would come back in the evening he would bring some very special fragrant flowers and offerings which are never to be found anywhere on earth so he thought something must be he has come there to find maybe this is the this is the person who will tell me so actually vishwavasu was worshiping a very special form of the lord is called as shri radha neelamadha deities it is said that first 50 years of lord brahma uh, the lord stays as shri radha neelamadha and then the next 50 years he stays in this special form of lord jagannath so anyway uh, as radha neelamadha uh, actually the story of vishwavasu is that he also uh, used to get dreams like when he came to they were also tribes tribes means people who keep moving so when he came to this place you know in the utkala pradesh vishwavasu he started hearing sounds he started hearing that please come and worship me i am in a particular place so there is a very beautiful bluish mountain you know which is called as neelachal but there was a story around that that it's full of uh, ferocious animals anybody who goes to that mountain never comes back alive so nobody would dare to go there but vishwavasu was always being prompted from within that please come and worship me so one day vishwavasu decided that i should go and see what is on this place so he dared to go at the cost of his own risking his own life and there he saw a pond when the first thing when he arrived on the mountain he saw a lake and he saw a very unique thing happening that there was a <clears throat> there was a crow who was on the tree and for some reason the crow fell down trying to do something he fell in the lake and as he was trying to fly back instead of flying as a crow there was a 400 form that emerged and went back you know so when vishwavasu saw that he was stunned he said what kind of lake is this where a crow is dropping in water and coming out as a spiritual form so that makes it very easy right if we all find some lake like that where we just have to dip and then we get a spiritual form and we can liberate then no problems of all these sadhana bhakti in one sense right so he said this must be a special place so then vishwavasu got con- and you know he got the confirmation that this is a special place and then eventually the lord the, The, the beautiful neelamadha it's like a blue sapphire deity of it's not possible for us to see it because it's no longer there but when it was there vishwavasu was told that he will be the only person who will ever see the deity and will be the only person who will ever worship the deity nobody else can do that so having received that benediction vishwavasu started to uh, perform the worship every day he would go and it is said that before vishwavasu only the 
heavenly uh, demigods would come to worship lord you know all these demigods we all know uh, surya chandra agni vayu so many other in uh, in in charges are there they all would come even now they come in puri to to worship there so they would come to worship nila madhav and there uh, when vishwasu started to worship vidyapati realized that this is the thing this is the deity which lord which king indradimna wants to see so he went and begged to vishwasu that please show me the deity i want to have darshan of nilavada he said that's not possible i can at the most ask the deities uh, ask shishradha nilma if they agree if nilmada agrees i will take you actually before that to go faster on this he he actually married uh, vidyapati married vishwasu's uh, daughter lalita so he could develop a relationship and then he could kind of use that relationship to discover the deity so eventually that happened and uh, but vishwasu told that i will not show you the place i will blindfold you and i will just take you there and it is said that vidyapati played a trick by keeping some uh, poppy seeds mustard seeds in his pocket and as he was taken blindfolded he kept dropping some mustard seeds and eventually they grew so he found the path to to the deity of uh, vijayanath ji and i mean sorry to but by the time he he knew and he came back to indrajim singing the jumna uh, it is said that the deities realized that somebody else has come to know so i will not be present so they disappeared from there and when indrajim the maharaj with his full antaraj went to see because vidyapati said i have found the place come i'll show you where this is so while he was coming it is said that he also had a dream where the lord came to his dream and said that i'm sorry but i am no longer present you you cannot have my darshan anymore so he became very displeased he said i am i was so much longing to see you my lord in that special form but now you are not going to give me darshan then he said but don't worry i am going to appear in a very special form the same lord is going to appear in a very special form and i'll give you darshan in that form and the maharaj says okay i will accept whatever it is so he was given the instruction by the lord that very soon i'll appear in a as a in the form of a log of wood taru brahma as we call it you know and you have to carve beautiful deities out of it my form out of it so lo and behold on as per the instructions the 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 special form of the lord the logs they they came in it is actually also said that every 12 or 14 years uh, when the lord jagannath's deities are carved the there is a special team which goes searching for those trees and the way they identify those trees is it has either the chakra shankha gada or padma marks on those and they have special golden axes with which they uh, bring those trees but anyway for the sake of this uh, past time uh, when the when the log of wood actually daru brahma when the lord actually appeared uh indradinda maharaj was not able to take it it was so heavy it wouldn't budge so he was told that only when vishwavasu and uh, vidyapati they come together i will come so that is the tradition actually most of the sevas that are done in shri jagannath puri dham they come they are by done by the in some shape or form the descendants of vidyapati and vishwavasu and right now you know in this snana you know as we know after the snana yatra the lords their lordships they fall sick and uh, 
it is that time when the shabaras you know the descendants of vishwavasu they are given the responsibility to take care of 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 the lord like that so anyway uh, indradinda maharaj he eventually uh, uh, got the wood and it was a very special uh, task nobody was able to do it so he got another dream that i will come in a very special form and i will be able to do the uh, carving so the lord sent one of his uh, you know devotees vishwakarma he came as an old man called ananta maharana and he actually said i will carve you know beautiful deities form out of this world but i need 21 days and i need a closed place nobody has to nobody should come and disturb me uh, only then after 21 days i will give but obviously king indradhumna uh, was very eager that i i missed the chance to see the lord as neelamadav but he has promised me that he will appear in another form so i, I he was very eager to see so he was not able to wait and but every day he would go up to the door and listen to those the sounds you know there would be all type of sounds of chisling but one day it is said that the the sounds were not coming like 16th or 17th day the sound stopped coming and king indradhumna's wife gundicha she became very impatient she said we need to check on this sculptor he's an old man what if he himself has fainted or something has happened to him so they opened the door and when they opened they found you know very they lord king indradhumna was very stunned to see like almost like half created deities of the lord you know where the hands were not formed there was no legs very unique form and king indradhumna was again so displeased i probably don't even deserve to have darshan of the lord it's every time i have the intense desire something or the else is happening and now because of my mistake again i am not able to have a darshan of the lord so again to please indradhumna king indradhumna the lord came in his dream and said don't worry this also is my own uh, desire that i should appear in this form and he shared this story as to how and why he decided to appear in this special form and the story is that like it's called mahaprakash bhav of 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 the lord and the story is that when um, when lord when krishna and balram ji dau ji when they completed their childhood pastimes up to the age of 10 in vrindavan they eventually moved to mathura and from there to dwarka they never went back to shri vrindavan dham but they had promised that they would come back you know but they never fulfilled their promise in that sense so <clears throat> krishna uh, uh, the dwarka form uh, sorry i lost my train of thought here yeah so uh, they when when krishna and balram ji were staying in dwarka it is said that the queens of the lord you know the the rescued princess from narakasur they became the queens of the lord they were always wondering why is it that krishna is absorbed in his own pastimes of vrindavan and why does he love gopis so much what is it that we are not doing enough to please him so they requested mother rohini it is said that mother rohini was the only person who was also present in vrindavan and also present in dwarka so they all would beg rohini mother rohini that please uh, tell us about the pastimes of the lord in vrindavan so the lord said uh, i mean rohini said that i will tell let krishna and balram go to their work to the darbar 
then one day I will ask all the queens to come and then I will narrate the their sweet exchanges between the gopis and, and, and Krishna. So, then, but Mother Rohini knew that Krishna and Balram should not come to listen this. So she said, she told Mother, she told Subhadra that you go and guard the gate and as I speak, if if Krishna and Balram enter back into the house, you have to give me the signal. I'll stop speaking. I don't want them to hear. So she started narrating the beautiful exchange of pure love between the gopis and and Krishna. And as she was speaking, Mother um, Subhadra, as she was hearing, she went into a ecstatic trance. You know where she actually it said that her for the Lord. There is no difference between his form and the soul. For us, there is a difference. We have a soul sitting inside of a biological machine. But for the Lord, it's not like it's a entire thing is Rupa. It's the spiritual form. So a spiritual form of Subhadra Rani's Maharani's, it started to kind of come, you know, uh, converge in herself. And just then, uh, Krishna and Balaramji, they also came on either side. And they started hearing the pastime. And when they heard the pastime, they also went into a trance. And they started going into a very, you know, different, their forms started to melt. And when they were in that Mahaprakash Bhav, Narad Muni, you know, the transcendental personality, he appeared to on that spot. And he said, I saw this, I saw this, I saw this form. And I want everybody in the world to see this form. And then the, the lordships came back to the consciousness and they said, because you have asked for it, we will appear in this special form to, to give you darshan. And that's what the, the dream, that's what is narrated to Indra Maharaj, that this is the reason why I am appearing in this special form, where you don't see any legs and very half-made hands like that. And that's how eventually the deities were made and, a, and Lord in, King Indrajimna had to actually go to invite Brahma to install the chakra on top of the temple. And there's a big story. I will not go to that story. But the, uh, this is how the special form of the Lord came. Uh, and the glory of Indrajimna Maharaj and his wife Kundicha is there. And the special, the speciality of uh, this deity is it is the most merciful deity form of the Lord. It is said that the Lord, He wakes up and performs meditation in in Dwarka, hmm? not no, not in Dwarka, in in Badrikashram in the north, and then He takes a bath and He changes the dress and starts administering in Dwarka, and then he, when He becomes hungry, He goes to Puri to eat, and then He goes to rest in Rameshwaram like that, and each of these four dhams are considered to be the deliverers of the four yugas. So in Satya Yuga it was Bradrikashram, in Dwapar Yuga it was Dwarka, in Treta it was Rameshwaram, like that. And in Kali Yuga it is Jagannath Puri. So the Puri Dham is the place where people in Kali Yuga are supposed to be delivered, like that. So so it is such a, uh, I mean the Lords, I have never heard or seen anywhere where the vigraha form of the Lord is allowed to be touched by anybody who is not qualified enough, right? No, even on our 
when we worship Kalachanji, there are so many rules and regulations. You have to be second initiated. You have to be clean. You have to take a bath. You have to do a lot of things before you can worship the Lord in the Vigraha form. And nowhere uh, else is anybody even allowed to go close to the deities. But this form of Lord Jagannath is so merciful that he even allows everyone to hug him. You know? So this is the, like uh, when the Snana Yatra happens, as you all know, their lordships, they fall sick. You know, This is also very unique. <laughs> they fall sick and then there is Anavasar where for 14 days they do not give darshan. And on the and actually on the fourteenth night itself, just the night before the Rathyatra, they are they appear back, and by again by the mercy of my Guru Maharaj, we had the opportunity to visit Puri Dham, you know, and we even had the opportunity to take darshan during this Netrotsav. It's called a Netrotsav. The, like after fourteen days, those who live in Puri Dham, I have seen that personally. Every person, it's like a culture that. Even from they are going from home to office, the, the temple will be always in middle. And they will stop, they will offer their obeisances and then they will go every day. Seeing the chakra is also equal to seeing the deity. So even if they don't enter the temple, they will stop and offer that and go. So there, uh, for them, for the, 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 the vasis, dham vasis, to not see the deity for 14 days is a big pain. So that's why it's a netrotsav. Like when you can see him again back in 15 days, it's like a netrotsav, you know. And uh, as I was mentioning, my own experience was, uh, I was a student that time, so I didn't have much money. But I went along with uh, some of the senior devotees in, in our temple and they had the money. So that, so by, by money, the reason is that because when you, if you do, sometimes the pandas, they will ask you for money before they let you into each and every gate. You know, there are different gates to enter. So I was very fortunate that I was just ahead of me was was one of very wonderful grahasthas uh, 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 from our congregation. He's actually uh, one of the who's who of Bombay. His name is Krishna Chandra Prabhu. Uh, Arvind Mafatlali is a very big business magnet. So he was right in front of us and he was able to you know give Lakshmi to the pandas and he was then they were letting a lot of people in and it was so amazing that we were we reached right and you know they are not on that high pedestal they were right below you know all the three DT forms such huge forms and the pandas were like like they were oh milo galo milo like they were encouraging us go hug the lord go hug the lord and it was such an unbelievable experience you know to go and actually you can't wrap your hands around here very huge but it was an experience to try to, and then they will remove like, because they are freshly painted and there's camphor on their face, the black suit, the panda will just take some and put it in your eyes like this and they will say, now go, you know, push you to the side. It was such a divine experience to, I, I never expected that in Lord Jagannath, Daru Brahma, you get a chance to actually physically hug him. In, I, I don't think I was even initiated that time, you know. So that is the mercy of the Lord, such a, Special form that even no no patrata, there is no qualification. There is so much mercy in this form of the Lord that whether you have initiation, nothing, what you ate before coming to see the deity, nobody asks, right? And still you get to hug the deities. You know that is the netrotsav. And then of course, uh, one day before also is Gundicha Marjanam, 
which I also wanted to spend a few last probably 10 minutes on that, uh, is that uh, this is a practice which was started by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, where one time Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he invited, he called his disciple uh, Kashi Mishra, because he was the guru of the king, King Prataparudra. So he called him and he called the superintendent of the Gundicha temple. Actually, that temple is two miles away from uh, the actual Jagannath Puri temple. And it is not used for 356 days. It is used only for nine days hmm, out of the 365 days. Uh, so the unit needs to be cleaned uh, for when, when the Rathayatra happens, the Lord, when they go from... The, it is said that Gundicha is considered equal to Vrindavan Dham. That is what we all know the pastime is, right? Where the gopis, they pulled the, the Lord, their lordships from uh, Dwarka to Vrindavan, from Kurukshetra to Vrindavan, like that. So, uh, this uh, particular uh, pastime, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu invite, uh, requested the superintendent of Gundisha Mandir and also um, Sarvabhum Bhattacharya and said that it is my desire that we should clean this temple. Uh, and can you permit? So the superintendent said that I have been ordered by King Prataparudra whatever Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, I should do. So it is, if you so desire, we will do it. So he arranged for like 100 brooms and 100 pots of water. I mean 100 pots, sorry. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu invited all his disciples and his followers. And he personally uh, applied Chandan, you know, on the hands or the foreheads of all of them. And said, now let us all clean the temple. So, he, it is said that when they started cleaning, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed everybody that uh, based on <clears throat> how much of the uh, dust layers that you all can, um, that you all can uh, pile up ahead of the temple, I will know how much cleaning you are doing. And it is said that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he would pile up the dirt separately and everybody else would pile separately. So at any given point in time, the amount of cleaning Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would do, that pile was much bigger than all others put together. You know, That was the enthusiasm and mercy with which, not mercy, the uh, the sincerity with which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, because he has come in the form of a devotee to teach us. So he would come and just clean so rigorously. And then after everybody was tired, he said, now we have to do round two. He said, we cleaned the bigger things, but there are finer, subtler things also. The subtler grains of sand there, you know. So they had another round. And then he said, now we will wash the pots. And he had instructed everybody that even if you need something, you don't speak anything. You just speak Krishna, Krishna, you know. So, if anybody wants to exchange an empty pot of water with a filled pot of water, they don't say, give this, give that. All they have to say is Krishna, you know. So, that is how the uh, amazing marjanam took place, where Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally guided. And he would even supervise. When he would see somebody was cleaning nicely, he would say, you are doing very nice. Please teach to somebody else how to do it. And those who are not doing, he would chastise them and they would say, do it, you have to do it better. Hmm? So, our Acharyas explain that this this act of performing the Gundicha Marjanam is equivalent to 
cleaning our heart. Because the Lord is also situated in our heart, right? You know, he says that Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam Rideshu Arjuna Tishtati Brahmayan Sarva Bhutani Yantra Rudani Maya Sarvasya Chaham Ridisan Nivisto Matta Smrutir Gyanam Apohanam Chaya Vedesha Sarvair Ahameva Vedyo Vedantakrut Vedavitam Chameva So he say, he explains that in the word that I am situated in everybody's heart in the form of Paramatma. So our heart is also a temple. Wherever the Lord resides, it's a temple. So that also needs cleaning and that is why we are all we are all subscribed to this process in, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada and our Guru Maharajas. We are all, somehow we have that faith. So we are subscribed to this process of cleaning. So the pastime where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asks to repeatedly clean indicates that even after taking to the process, it's not that just because we give up, you know, we have the four do's and four don'ts in our spiritual life. So, we feel that we are already purified. But that is just a gross purification. There are subtler elements. You know, all of us are plagued by the Kamakru, the Loba, Mohamada, Matsa, the six impurities of the mind. Those are so subtle. It's not easy. And the topmost is our false ego. We don't even understand many times that it is our false ego which is making us do certain things which we are not supposed to do probably. You know, The simplest is gratification. Like we heard today how Sripad Madhavendra Puri he was trying to run away from reputation. He did not want Pratishta. But till we have our false ego, we want Pratishta. We will run towards Pratishta. We, we become more motivated when somebody glorifies us. And we feel this devotee knows me in reality. This person doesn't know me in reality like that. And But it is necessary, I mean, as I said last time also, for the leaders, it is necessary to encourage. But for us, it's not good to be expecting glorification all the time. Hmm? Like that. So, the deepest cleaning happens when our ego is also purified. So, that's why after first level, second level, third level of pots washing, you know. And the other uh, purport out of it was that you do it together. You don't, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu didn't do it himself. He did not ask one devotee. He asked hundreds of devotees to come together and cleanse. Hmm? So that is why we do our Sankirtan together. You know, we come together to dance and chant in front of the deities. So there is power in doing it together. It's not easy to do it in isolation. If that was the case, then we should be Babas, Babajis, you know, and having our own, uh, uh, cottages in in Vrindavan Dham or Puri Dham. But why do we need the community? Because we gain strength from each other um, doing it together. The, the, especially the Harinam Yagya. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also said, instructed those who can do it nicely show others how to clean. So that was that other purpose that uh, we may be good at something, we may not be good at something but whatever we are good at we should be inspiring others to do that also in our spiritual sadhana. So, so if we do all these things, eventually, um, you know, the Gundicha Marjanam, uh, uh, as they say, it's, it's actually our heart to the extent we uh, participate and contribute and also understand the significance, uh, we, we purify our hearts through Gundicha Marjanam. And then eventually, of course, we all are eager to see their lordships next Saturday, six days to go, on on the chariots where we all that 
they are so merciful, even super merciful on the chariots. There is nothing they cannot do uh, or nothing they do not fulfill for those who come and perform the service of pulling the chariot. So let us all very eagerly await for that wonderful opportunity to participate in this. It's actually a pastime. From a mundane perspective, it may appear like a festival or an event, a social event, but actually a pastime of the Lord. And we all are, by the mercy of Prabhupada and our Acharyas here, we have an opportunity to be part of that pastime. So we should not give up this opportunity very sincerely participate and beg for the mercy of Sri Jagannath Balle Subhadra. Hare Krishna, Sri Jagannath Balle Subhadra Maharani Ki Jai. Gundi Jama Arjanam Mahotsav Ki Jai. Who is our in charge? I think they will appear automatically at 9.30. I do not know Mataji. Yeah, I'm sure they'll make the arrangements. So, yeah, 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 sure. There is a mic there, bro, so people online can hear the question also. Okay. This event happened when King uh, Indradimna um, had the form of Lord like arranged for it to appear. So when this happened in the Kali Yuga after Dwarka pastime, that's the first question. So the so Krishna's appearance, uh, you know, the the whole time concept. Um, to answer your question, yes, for 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 specifically appearing as Jagannathji in Kali Yuga. Yes, that happened after, you know, the, um, I mean, after Dwapar. Currently, it's like, this is a very different yuga, right? The seventh uh, cycle, 28th, sorry, the seventh uh, Manvantara, uh, 28th cycle. It's a very different one where actually Trita Yuga comes first and Dwapar Yuga comes later. Uh, so, yes, in this case, it is after this happened, after Dwapar Yuga, that uh, King Indra got this dream. Yes. Second question is about those uh, transcendental lake we talked about mm-hmm. where a crow fell and yes. came for Rohini Kunda. It's called Rohini Kunda. Yeah. yeah. The question is, uh, the first question was when did the uh, thing happen? And yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so you talked about that lake where the crow uh-huh. fell and he assumed that uh, Vishnu form, uh, 400 form. So that looks like uh, the people in general are making progress in spiritual life, working hard towards it. And then here some random living entity is getting this random opportunity and then they got this mercy. How can we justify this? This looks unfair. <laughs> we want that kind of opportunity. So. Yeah, we. I would. I'm also looking for that point. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But, but see, actually, getting this itself is equivalent. You know, uh, 
in at that point in time there are so many dhams so many such spiritual and magical places which recede their potency with time you know as kaliyuga progresses there is there is this uh, narration also right where uh, all the rivers uh, all the holy places they go to the lord and say that uh, we don't want to be here people are polluting us you know mother ganga goes and says that in kaliyuga people are coming and dumping so much sin in my body day and night i am going to turn black which actually happens every time but the lord says that <clears throat> you should stay at least for 10000 years in kaliyuga and don't worry when my devotees come and bath there you will be purified like that so the potency of the dhams and all these magical places definitely recedes it has a limit so that rohini kunda it's still there in puri dham but if you take a dip you won't get your 400 form and just fly back you know that's not going to happen but it's almost an equivalent thing uh, where even though kaliyuga is not it is the least conducive for spiritual progress you know satyayuga has 100% mode of goodness or probably 75% i'm just giving symbolic and very few percentage of passion and ignorance and as the time cycle moves from satyayuga to dwapar to treta to kaliyuga the mode of goodness comes down the mode of passions goes up and the mode of ignorance goes the highest so all of them reduce from 100 to 10% 100 to 50% and ignorance 0 to 100% right so the 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 environment is absolutely inconducive for anything spiritual and especially it is said that souls who are released or given material bodies or material life in kaliyuga in one sense it's like recycled you know i mean it's hard to difficult to digest but we are like recycled souls that in different yugas we never took that opportunity to go back so finally we are again coming back again coming back and it speaks something about our level of consciousness given the fact that we were given this time place and time and place window of kaliyuga to be born so with environment not been conducive we not having any qualification despite that fact we have been given the process you know that is why chaitanya mahaprabhu comes and says just chant and dance and what to speak of chant and dance lord jagannath actually i forgot because i wanted to finish in time king indradyumna before he left his body was given three boons by by lord jagannath Uh, he asked what do you desire you have done so much service lord jagannath uh, uh, asked and indrabindu uh, maharaj first i don't want any uh, progeny because they will claim that i am the one my people will are taking care of second he said that my lord i want you to be so merciful that you continuously eat even before you have you were after just when you finish one meal and you have just washed your hands the next meal will come and you should still eat you should not refuse you know and then whatever your prasad that is equal to uh, yagyas so it is said that just eating jagannath ji's prasad is the best way to worship him so is it not equally easy you know you may not have to get into the lake but you at least have the simple thing right <laughs> just eat who doesn't like to eat lord jagannath is saying just eat my prasadam that's it like that so i think that that is my two cents pro that we still have the mercy <laughs> despite being everything against us it has been simplified a lot
<laughs> Happy and healthy process. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Any other thoughts? Anybody wants to add anything? No, no, today is no fasting. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. Shri Shraddha Kalachanji Bhagavan ki jai.